This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. While protests were happening in the streets of Hong Kong this weekend, another firestorm over the Chinese-Hong Kong relationship broke out on social media when a general manager of an NBA team tweeted his support for the protesters. The backlash is just the latest incident that's called into question how American businesses can continue their growth in China while maintaining democratic values. Today on the show, how a big company responds when one tweet could cost it billions of dollars. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. And I'm Kate Leinbach. It's Tuesday, October 8th. On Friday night, a few hours after landing in Japan for the Houston Rockets preseason game there in what was supposed to be a friendly international trip to champion basketball around the world. Ben Cohen covers basketball and the NBA. Daryl Morey, the Houston Rockets general manager, one of the most successful executives in the league and certainly one of the most outspoken, decided to tweet an image that said, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong in reference to the pro-democracy protests that have swept the semi-autonomous city of Hong Kong for the last 18 weeks. His Twitter was quickly swarmed by Chinese people, some of whom researchers have proven to be bots. And these people were not happy with Daryl, and he quickly deleted the tweet. How long was the tweet up? Less than an hour. I mean, this is something that, based on my reporting, uh, Daryl certainly believes in. He is a supporter of free speech. He has given to the ACLU previously. He wanted to lend support to these protesters in Hong Kong. He did not expect it to be an international brouhaha that would soon engulf his team, the league, and in some ways, the entire world. By tweeting out that single image, Daryl Morey waded into one of China's biggest political crises in decades and put the NBA's partnership with the country at risk. There are 300 million basketball players in China. There are 500 million people watching basketball in China. One of the reasons why basketball is so popular in China is that the time difference actually works really well for China. So in Europe, it's terrible because games start at 2 in the morning. But in China, the East Coast games in the U.S. happen over breakfast, and people can watch games on their phones during their morning commutes. And the West Coast games with, you know, Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors and LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers happen over lunch. And it's not unusual for Chinese fans to be watching games on their phone during lunch. So there are billions of dollars at stake for the NBA and for the Houston Rockets. So let's talk about these billions of dollars at stake. How did basketball become so important in China? The NBA has taken a carefully plotted approach to China over the last few decades. It sees China as the engine of its future international growth. 
And one of the reasons why people are so bullish on the future of the NBA is that it seems to be the only American sport that can truly be a global sport. The NBA wants expanded footprints in essentially every country on earth. Now, this has been hugely beneficial to the NBA. There has been an influx of talent from around the world. The MVP of the league last year was Giannis Antetokounmpo, who is a Nigerian immigrant from Greece. The Greek freak? The Greek freak. The rookie of the year was Luka Doncic, who is Slovenian and came to the NBA by way of Spain. So there is all of this talent from around the world that the NBA is tapping into. In addition to all the imports, it is spreading basketball around the world. And there is no country that has been more important to its international growth than China. The NBA has a $1.5 billion deal with Tencent, one of China's biggest internet companies. Tencent streams NBA games and other content on its many digital and social media platforms, getting the NBA in front of hundreds of millions of Chinese fans. Now, this is like the dream for the NBA, right? I mean, this is everything that they have worked for for the last few decades, and it had quietly come together. Basketball was only going to expand more in China, and with one tweet, this whole strategy has been compromised. And this is especially true because there's one team in particular that fans in China seem to love, Daryl Morey's team. One of the most popular teams in China happens to be the Houston Rockets. And why is that? That is because the best player in Chinese basketball history, a man named Yao Ming, played his entire NBA career with the Houston Rockets, including when Daryl Morey was the general manager of the Houston Rockets. And Yao Ming is crazy tall. That is one way of putting it. I believe the precise measurement of crazy tall is seven foot six. Yao Ming was the number one pick of the NBA draft in 2002, and he played with the Rockets until 2011. And while he was at the Rockets, he brought in Chinese sponsorship for the team. Is that right? That's right. The Houston Rockets have Chinese sponsors, and they are frequent visitors to China in the preseason. So if there's one team that has a lot to gain or lose in China, it's the Rockets. And Maury's tweet potentially compromised that relationship because he took a side in a huge political crisis that the Chinese government is facing. Protesters in Hong Kong are fighting for democratic freedoms, voting rights, freedom of speech, things that the Chinese government does not give its citizens. And Maury's tweet in support of those demands was seen by some in mainland China as an affront to Chinese sovereignty. So after Maury's tweet on Friday, people in China started attacking him and the rockets. For example, one of the most recognizable anchors on state-run television, CCTV, delivered this, like, stirring diatribe on the nightly news in China and said, Mori, you've really committed a foul this time, and when you commit a foul, you have to be punished. He also added, what we actually like is China red, not rockets red. And the backlash to Mori's tweet continued to grow over the weekend. The Chinese Basketball Association, led by Yao Ming, a former Houston Rockets superstar, suspended its ties with the Houston Rockets. Tencent Sports said that it wouldn't air Rockets games on its streaming platforms, and Tencent Sports happens to be the biggest streamer in all of China, with more than 500 million people watching basketball last year. CCTV said that it would not air Rockets games, 
And the People's Daily, the official newspaper of the Communist Party of China, also published a searing editorial criticizing Maury's tweet. The Houston Rockets essentially became persona non grata in China. My colleague Julie Wernow in Beijing says that when you search for Rockets merchandise on JD.com, which is the second biggest platform in China behind only Alibaba, you get rocket ship toys. On other platforms, they just tell you that they're out of stock and they have pulled them from the shelves and they suggest you buy something else, like a nice pillow, for example. Like imagine if you opened every e-commerce platform in America and one basketball team's merchandise had disappeared overnight as if the team never existed. That is exactly what's happening in China right now. Backlash from Chinese fans, companies, and the Chinese government itself is not something the NBA wanted. And so, by Sunday evening, the NBA decided to act. What the NBA did after the break. This episode is brought to you by C3 AI. C3 Generative AI enables rapid access to secure, traceable, hallucination-free insights from enterprise systems, all while using any LLM, helping enterprises turn the invisible into the obvious. Learn more at c3.ai. Welcome back. By Sunday, it became clear that the backlash in China needed a response. Daryl put out another tweet, because like any story in 2019, this entire thing is happening on Twitter, in which he said, I did not intend my tweet to cause any offense to Rockets fans and friends of mine in China. I was merely voicing one thought based on one interpretation of one complicated event. I have had a lot of opportunities since that tweet to hear and consider other perspectives. I have always appreciated the significant support our Chinese fans and sponsors have provided, and I would hope that those who are upset will know that offending or misunderstanding them was not my intention. My tweets are my own and in no way represent the Rockets or the NBA. Now, there is one thing missing from those tweets that seems like a pretty notable absence, which is an apology. Daryl did not apologize. He did not say he was sorry. A few minutes after Daryl Morey's response, the NBA came out with a statement that said that we recognize that the views expressed by Daryl Morey have deeply offended many of our friends and fans in China, which is regrettable. While Daryl has made it clear that his tweet does not represent the Rockets or the NBA, the values of the league support individuals educating themselves and sharing their views on matters important to them. We have great respect for the history and culture of China and hope that sports and the NBA can be used as a unifying force to bridge cultural divides and bring people together. And while the NBA distanced itself from Maury, so did some players on his own team. James Harden, the Rockets star, who is one of the most popular players in China because he is the best player for the Houston Rockets, at Rockets practice on Monday morning, said, We apologize. We love China. We love coming here. It's the most important love. So, you know, we appreciate him as a fan base and uh, we love everything, you know, they're about and, and, uh, and, you know, we appreciate the support that they give us individually and as an organization. But it's unclear what exactly he was apologizing for. And it appears to undercut the NBA and Maury's message in which they did not apologize. 
Now, the NBA is in a really tricky position, and there are no easy solutions for the league here, which is representative of the challenges that every U.S. company faces when it deals with China. How do you go about maintaining business in China and reaping the billions of dollars that that country and one of the world's most powerful economies has to offer, while also maintaining your American values and supporting free speech, even if it upsets the government of the country that you are trying to work with. And adding to the stakes here, making this situation even more complicated, is that the NBA is going to China this week. The NBA commissioner is in Japan right now for the Rockets game, but later this week is going to Shanghai and Shenzhen for a game between the Brooklyn Nets, owned by Joe Tsai, the co-founder of Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba, and the Los Angeles Lakers, starring LeBron James, the biggest basketball player in the world. Now, LeBron has taken action in the past at cultural moments, political moments, to express his opinion. And not just LeBron. The NBA has positioned itself as the most progressive American sports league. And they have done that in part by encouraging their players to be public ambassadors and have a social conscience and speak out politically on issues that matter to them. So LeBron James, for sure. But players and coaches from across the league have spoken out about gun violence and systemic racism and police brutality. They have taken on Donald Trump. They've refused to go to the White House. And this was good business for the NBA. It's good for their brand. I mean, the NBA has really positioned itself as the most progressive of the big American sports leagues. And that has contributed to this rise in cultural popularity that the league has enjoyed in the last five years. It almost certainly contributes to sneaker sales for the individual players. And it's actually not even just the players. The league has taken action, too. The league pulled the All-Star game from Charlotte three years ago in response to the so-called bathroom bill in North Carolina. That was a huge political moment. The league feels that it is good to be seen this way around the world. But there's a big difference between speaking out about things that matter in the United States and speaking out about a foreign government This is a place where the league hasn't been before, and they are currently navigating political complexities that they are not used to dealing with. And so the NBA came out and did not apologize for Maury's tweet. What has the reaction been to that? Well, curiously enough, it has been taken as an apology because the statement was not clear enough in the beginning. And so what we saw was American politicians accusing the NBA of bowing to Chinese pressure and apologizing when, in fact, that was not really the league's intent. Elizabeth Warren tweeted about it last night. Ted Cruz tweeted about it. Julian Castro tweeted about it. I mean, this seems to be one of the few issues that is uniting the left and the right right now. And what we saw on Tuesday morning was the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, come out more forcefully. We are not apologizing for... Daryl exercising his freedom of expression. I regret, again, having communicated directly with many friends in China that so many people are upset, including millions and millions of our fans. I I don't think the NBA is looking for a fight with China here, but they also feel that it's important 
now more than ever, given the pushback that they have faced in the United States to uphold their ideals. And they are digging in and China is digging in. And where this goes next, nobody really knows. A lot of Western companies have invested heavily in China. It's the biggest market in the world. And many of those companies, from the hotel group Marriott to jewelry maker Tiffany to luxury brand Versace, have had to deal with the fallout from comments or actions that offended the Chinese government. In those cases, the companies apologized and kept their heads down until it blew over. And as China's consumer market keeps booming, the business impact of those offenses only gets bigger. It's a huge challenge, and I think in a lot of ways, it is one of the fundamental issues of the global economy now, which is that there are these billions of dollars at stake in China. It is one of the world's most important economies, and every global U.S. brand and company wants a presence there. But what are the costs, and what are the risks of dealing with China? And it was only a matter of time before something like this exploded. This was sort of like a dry forest, and it just needed a match for this fire to light. And Daryl Morey's one tweet appears to be that match. China Central Television has announced it will not broadcast the two NBA preseason games taking place in China this week. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver is headed to Shanghai tomorrow and says he hopes to restore the league's relationship with the country. That's all for today, Tuesday, October 8th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Additional reporting for this episode by Julie Wernow, James Arity, and Eva Doe. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.